This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney. So what? Welcome along to the Monday episode. And if you're IFS, you get this on Sunday evening, if that's when we record it. And that's when we are recording it. And not only that, Sam, a pat on the back to me and you, because today is the fifth anniversary of that very first episode of Top Flight Time Machine going out when we were just a, a humble little podcast. All we wanted to do was look at the Premier League history, season by season, <laughs> a maximum of 25 episodes in total. We were just doing one every two weeks. We were just little pod babies. We didn't know what we were doing, blindly stumbling our way through the podosphere. And now look at us, five years on, knocking out five a week, like we don't give a fuck. Well done, us. Well done, us. Well done, everyone, especially us. Uh, Merely what, us. What was the first step? Out? So what was that? The season 92-93? 92-93, yeah. The thing yeah, I always... That's a good idea. That, yeah, it'd be Go interesting on. to listen to it. The thing I always remember is uh, yeah. someone tweeting or someone writing somewhere like a while back, oh, the funniest thing in one of the first episodes is Sam actually asks Andy, is it okay to say cunt? <laughs> 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 so, and you've never looked back since since I gave you the the, uh, the green light. No, let's go the green light. Just, I just I ran away with it. <clears throat> what um, is it available? Uh, it's, it, yeah, it, it's, to, it's on um, all the usual pod outlets. It's not on the IFS because we couldn't put everything on pre-IFS, mm. kind of backdated. So unfortunately, it's not on there. But if but you it's free to Spotify, air if you Google Apple, it, yeah. Uh, you just just Google it, yeah. Just Google Top Flight Time Machine 92, 93, and it'll be there. I wonder if, if we go back and listen to it again, it'll be like, you know, when you see in those comedy shows where they um, have kind of pretend footage of the BBC newsreaders of the 1950s wearing dinner jackets. Yeah, and we did wear dinner all, jackets in you know, those early episodes, didn't, didn't we? I don't remember. Yeah. We were both naked from the waist down, I remember that much. Yeah, but uh, waist up, it was all dicky bow and, and dinner jacket, yeah. And, and dinner jackets. Uh, this is a brand new... Podcast wait, wait, uh, for your delectation. We're calling a top flight time machine, and we're going to look back at the Premier League this, history. What you are about to hear is a podding castathon. <laughs> <laughs> that means it is an audio <laughs> recording available via your Apple iPod. <laughs> Simply select, grasped, play, and listen. When it is complete, put your iPod away, remove your headphones. And go to sleep. <laughs> if your if your iPhone is warm, put it into the fridge until tomorrow morning, when it will be safe to use once again. Yeah, Podding back five then. whole years ago, and look at us now. Um, we did a tweet and an Instagram post just to commemorate the, the anniversary. And I mean, you know, I've been um, knocked sideways. I'll say by the outpouring of love oh. for the podcast that's come from from everybody on Twitter and on Instagram. I haven't seen it. There's been some. I'm gonna look. Just oh, go, have, uh, sit yourself down. Maybe get um, a Guinness Zero or something like that later do, on. Do you, why don't and... I do it live? It'll be really interesting. <laughs> you can just l- <laughs> listen to me like laughing, crying, moaning, whining. <laughs> 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 this is the sound of I Sam could, I, I listening to your feedback. The, I could read 
can read the wallet and you can mark them out of ten if you want. Okay, right, hang on a second. Yeah. Right. Look now, are you? Yeah, I'm looking now. Just uh, have a quick look, see what anyone says. I'm scanning them and it, no, but those those were feelings of, of um, deep emotion, most like right. positive, deep positive emotion. Um, mm. Yeah, so thanks everyone. That's really nice. Weird though, isn't it? It is. I it's mean, been lovely to read. It, it's it's really nice, but at the same time, it's uh, strange how we found ourselves doing this in the way in which the weirdest thing of all about this podcast, the number one weirdest thing, mm. is that. Among many. Is that people like it. <laughs> yeah. That's the yeah. weirdest thing, isn't it? By a mile. Yeah. My favourite bit. So. I know what you're thinking. Sam, what's been your favourite bit of the five years? Well, I would say easily the Pinocchio Odyssey. I don't think it was that popular with the listeners. But for <laughs> me, it was a dream come true, Andy, being able to deep yeah. dive Pinocchio. I loved it. Uh, any highlights okay. for you? I think my highlight, I don't know why, but the one that springs to mind most is the history box look at mud. Yeah, that was good. I think that was when we we, we reached our most self-indulgent level. Yeah. Um, which I always enjoy. Yeah. And I'd, I'd look forward to at some point, possibly not till about 2036, to go back and to do mud brackets group mm. after we've done mud brackets substance originally. Mate, in a few years, we if we keep going... Ourselves that. There might be enough developments in mud science, technology and research that we have to end up going back and redoing mm. mud itself because what we did in the past might be outdated. The, the research slate. all yeah. the time is unco- unearthing, unearthing new things about mud. <laughs> I, thought, I thought for a minute that you were going to say we might have to go back because some kind of third way of mud mm. might you know, reveal itself. We've got substance. We've got the group from the 1970s. And there's a new mud. And I thought yeah. you were going to say that there could be a new mud in some some capacity. What that might be, I don't know. Oh, there's, a pro- there's probably mud. a beauty product called mud, I would imagine. Mate, you can get mud for the face, can't you? It's good for yeah, your face. Yeah, face mud. I don't think we touched on that, though, on the on the history box. Maybe we did. I don't know. Yeah. I want to see if there's a movie called Mud. Mud, there is. Tw- 2012. Matthew McConaughey. Uh, It's a coming-of-age story, simple and dense at the same time, according to Rotten Tomatoes. Beautiful, emotional and lyrical. Uh, Quite good by the looks of things. Two curious young boys encounter a fugitive, played by McConaughey, named Mud, where they live. They willingly do deeds for him and try to reunite him um, with his true love. Um... Yeah, maybe we could do a deep dive into that at some point. Mud brackets movie. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, there's got to be something more in self indulgent than mud that we could discover as well to do. I mean, I liked it when we did we, we deep dived the history of the bed. That was nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like we haven't done oxygen or breathing yet, or water. I mean, we've done 
so much self-indulgence, but we've also done so much good. I think the rabies <laughs> awareness we've done earlier this year, yeah. very recently. That's, so that that, literally, that saved well. lives, probably, mate. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, I think... Oh, we've saved lots of lives. We get we get lots of messages from people who've said, you've literally saved my life. Because I, um, I my dog was foaming. I was foaming. Yeah. And if it hadn't been for your podcast, I would have just ignored it and written it off as ordinary day-to-day foaming. Um, I always thought that the body had to release a certain amount of foam every week mm. uh, in order to keep the equilibrium of the body functioning. But um, mm. after listening to your pod, I sort of saw the signs. I think I think we, we developed some sort of warning sign thing like they do in those stroke advertisements, you know. Um, yeah. Foam. Uh, what was it? Thrashing oh, around. Thrashing around. Crying. One, yeah. Crying. <laughs> yeah, you often cry if you've got rabies. If you if you find yourself crying, then that is that is a sign that you may be suffering from rabies. So okay. yeah, that was it. Yeah. Foaming at the mouth, thrashing around, crying from your eyes. Yeah. You could have rabies. <laughs> Call nine 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 immediately. <laughs> and a few people have followed that as well. It's uh, FTC. Foaming, mm. thrashing around, crying, and yeah. Uh, yeah, and people have got themselves along to the emergency room, uh, got tested, and got cured nice and quick. I mean, I was I was being more self-aggrandizing when I said we've saved lives. We've had messages from people who said you've got me through tough times. Yeah, and I might not be here without you. Oh, and to, th- that to me um, is something I enjoy boasting about whenever <laughs> I can. Mm. I have saved lives. Mm. I like to say to people, I've got a T-shirt that says, I have saved lives. Sometimes. And I wear it when I go up the Asda. I've heard sometimes me about it. at Sunderland Home Games, you've stood up on a table in the pub and held your mm. arms out as if you were Jesus and said, I'd save lives. Come mm-hmm. unto me. You poor, wretched souls. Yeah. And they, they, they say, how have you saved lives? I said, I, I, I do a regular podcast <laughs> with this man from London. Uh, and we we rarely see each other in real life. We do it through our telephones on the screen. And they say, tell me more about it. I say, well, I'll tell you some of the titles of some of the episodes and you'll get a gist of what it's about. And I say, number gathering frenzy, John Thor's death bench, Oedipal Victor, backstage chat. Uh, what else have we got? The Joy of Tap, uh, One Arm Wendy, Ghost XL. <laughs> Uh, and kicking candle tires, <laughs> and you know it's all there, isn't it? Yeah, that's all you need to know. Yeah, but, um, it's been a roller coaster <laughs> ride through life and meaning and philosophy, a lot of religion. Yeah. We used to do a lot more about God and Jesus. I miss those days. Maybe we'll bring them back soon. They'll come back, I think. Um, I think everything we've done will come back eventually when we get desperate and run out of ideas and start going through old episodes. Well, of what here's the thing: a lot of the again. time, we've, um, you know, I, I've certainly milked like sort of the the things that happened to me throughout my life, particularly my childhood, for entertainment mm-hmm. and content. And today, um, something significant that I might have mentioned before um, right. was that that formed partly my sense of self, my own personal identity, yeah. and my worldview was turned on its head, Andy. And I'm I'm reeling. You catch me freshly reeling um, off yeah. the back of a revelation 
that happened in uh, my family today. I went round to my mum's for Mother's Day. We got a takeaway curry. That's what we do on mm. Mother's Day because she usually cooks lunch on a Sunday. But now it's Mother's Day. You sit yourself down. We're going to order an Uber Eats, <laughs> right? And then leave okay. you. And then, no, I know you like doing things for us, so don't worry. We will leave you to do all the fucking washing up once we've scoffed it all. <laughs> I'm going to say you're going to leave you alone. We'll leave yeah. you alone to eat it She's on your own. probably like that. My brother, my brother Theo couldn't make it. Mm, poor show, isn't it? Especially after recent events. Mm. Was he um, off doing something that wasn't infantile? Mm, I guess. Yeah, he probably thought that. Ah, sorry, mum, can't Some make it. Stuff. Feels like a bit mm, takeaway curry. Sounds a bit infantile. <laughs> it's uh, you know you, you mean mum and everything, and it reminds me a lot of growing up when I was a lot younger. When I was a baby, infantile. When yeah. I was unsophisticated. I'm, I'm a mature man now. Yeah. Mum, um, I won't come. And probably the easiest way of explaining why is this. I've got pubes. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Take the FN. Uh, <laughs> we were talking about my mum being on Facebook and like um, there's like like uh, groups about local history. I don't know if you are members of any of the Sunderland ones or sometimes it'd be even more specific. There might be a, a group just about Shiny Row. For example, on Facebook, are we talking about on Facebook? On Facebook, yeah. Like, yeah. Is there is there a, a few of them? Is, yeah. Like memories of Shiny Row, stuff like that, right? Yeah. Uh, good, good title for an episode. But like, they're they're great. Let's be honest, they're fucking brilliant, mate. I mean, the other day I saw one, <laughs> yeah, and it was like I can't remember. I remember there's loads of them. It's some West London memories one, right? And there was a fucking Greek restaurant on Chiswick High Road in the 80s that had, mm. and I saw it, and you know when you haven't thought of something for years, it's just been buried. And then I saw this picture and you get a rush, don't you? Proustian rush. Yeah. Phrase we often use on this show, right? Mm-hmm. To make ourselves sound fancy and well-read. Intellectually right? <laughs> worthy of Radio 4. Yeah, we, we've never read Proust in our life, but we know, we vaguely understand what that phrase means. So I've got the old Proustian rush, Right, and it... But it's aye, it, aye, here it, it comes. Here it comes, I can feel it. It starts in my feet, oh, it works its way out my legs. It's in my balls, bang! It's in my nut. Right, I'm having it. Right, and I, it weren't the smell of the Madeleines that had kicked it off, though. It was the smell of lovely Kleftico, that type of Greek lamb where they cook it nice mm. and slow for fucking hours, Andy. So once they serve it, it melts off the bone. Falls off the bone, yeah. yeah. Mm. Uh, and it, there was a Greek taverna on Chiswick High Road in the eighties, and it um, had it advertised outside. It was it, it's hard to explain how wonderful it was. It had pictures of Greek peasantry, uh, paintings yeah. of Greek peasants dancing on its sign out the front, yeah. Um, and it advertised Greek cabaret, right? Oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah, now you're listening, right? <laughs> and uh, and I saw this picture come out. It was oh, I'm looking at it now, right? Nufaro Restaurant Greek Cuisine Dinner, Dance and Cabaret. Cabaret, Greek dancers dancing to live music till 2am. Parties and weddings, right? And they've got, and I, I mean, it's just fucking mad. They've got, all the way up this building, they got pictures of mad Greek cunts dancing, Greek paraphernalia, 
vases, you name it, right? It was it dominated that stretch of high street. Um, and yeah, I'd forgotten about it for ages, so I fucking I sent it to my brothers. I said, "Do you remember that night there? We'd had the most wonderful fucking night. I think for my brother Dom's birthday, when I guess he was in his twenties and I was in my teens." And they just served you loads of plates specifically made for you to smash. But, of course, yeah. it was a classic chucking out of the pub type restaurant, right? So what happened was right. everyone would fucking pile in, already twatted, get stuck into the Greek beers and the fucking ouzo, right? And it would just be fucking mad, like in a cowboy film, just people chucking plates <laughs> each other, smashing them over. But they were made to smash easy, so it was really good fun because... Yeah. It would hurt, but not too badly. Do you know what I mean? When you smashed it. They were like stunt plates. They were stunt plates, yeah. And and we're smashing them up. It was absolutely magic. And it was just a wonderful feeling remembering this. And, you know, I I can't remember what the Greek cabaret was, but there were sexy women, obviously. Any cabaret. (laughs) When you hear the word cabaret, all the likes of you and I actually hear is sexy women. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? (laughs) It's true, though, isn't it? You think cabaret and you actually think sexy women. Come on. I mean, cabaret means there's going to be loads of different entertainments, right? There'll be dancing, musicianship. There may even be some Mm. magic. With any luck, there might be some performing animals. With a Greek cabaret, you'd you'd expect maybe there'd be some cats dressed up, right? Maybe. But in amongst it all, infantile men like you and I, yeah, are going like to think, oh, I bet there is some sexy women in the cabaret. <laughs> yeah, and I believe there I was. Admit, i, I got to admit, that's not probably what I would have thought of first, but now that you've said it, yeah. I am thinking about it. Think cabaret, think sex. Think sexy women. <laughs> <laughs> right. going to put cabaret sexy women into the internet. See just, just, we should start advertising our fucking live show as a cabaret. Then everyone turns mm. up because they can't believe it. Oh, I found some. Sexy found cabaret. Some Getty Images. Sexy cabaret. A collection of, I've just put in, uh, cabaret women sex symbol sensuality came up as the result. And there's all kinds of, um, oh, I'll have to leave that for later on, actually. I was telling I my brothers, I was going, I was going later on. are you members of any of these uh, West London sort of memories things on Facebook my brother Mm. Tom's like yeah 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 I've seen them my brother Cass who just doesn't fucking understand it's like you might as well be talking to someone from the fucking 1800s if you tried to engage (laughs) him and something like that it's like what what are you talking about he is on Facebook but put it this way right I used to hack him every week if we went to his house for lunch I would get his phone I would go on Facebook and I would change his profile <laughs> picture right every week uh, did he not even he didn't even have a lock on his phone or a password no. or anything like I'd that go on, I'd go on his phone I changed his <laughs> he's a QPR fan so I changed his fucking profile image to John Terry right <laughs> John Terry like in a Chelsea kit lifting the cup right and he'd be like while I was sitting there fucking hell have you seen this I can't believe it, but like, is it? No, that, that was it. To make it even more obvious that it'd been me, I couldn't wait because you know, famously, I'm very impatient. I couldn't wait mm. for him to see it, right? And he's sort of as you might log on. I'm going to log on to Facebook like once every mm. two months, right? To see what's happening. I'm going to log on to that Facebook thing, and I couldn't wait that long. So I said, "Oh, um, shit, Cassa." I don't know what's happening, whether it's a joke or, or maybe you've been hacked, God forbid, but 
I was just looking on Facebook. Oh, yeah, the Facebook. I'm on that. Yes, I know you are. I know mm. you're on it. And um, unfortunately, your profile picture has been changed to John Terry. What? My profile? What? Your profile picture. What's that? It's a fucking... It's has the... John Terry got on my internet? Why is John Terry in my internet? Show it to me. So we show it to him, right? He's like, fucking hell. This is outrageous. I hate John Terry. And you're like, yes, I know. This this is the worst thing that could possibly happen. It was like that. And he got himself into a fucking... Man. He, was, he, he spiralled into a panic. I knew he'd ask his son, my nephew, Fred, and uh, he's always up for a good laugh. So I told Fred, look, I'm going to... Uh, Fred, just a quick one, mate. I'm about to torment your father um, by by hacking by his Facebook. Um, and he's like, yeah, fine. And I said, now, listen, he'll, he'll pat. Yeah, he was like, good. And I was like, he's going to panic. He'll go into a blind panic. He'll 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 get he'll get angry. There'll be five phases of it, like grief. There'll be denial, confusion, <laughs> anger, will tears, be, hysteria. Will, will, <laughs> right. will there be acceptance? <laughs> no, but there, one thing there won't be is acceptance, right? So I said, <laughs> he's he'll come to you because you're like his ambassador on earth, right? He'll come to you, his only <laughs> son, and say, son, how can I fix this? I said, now, I'm going to tell him that the only way it can be fixed is if he writes to Facebook's head office in San Francisco, right, and provides them with evidence that it definitely wasn't him who put that picture there and that it's often up to a month while they review the case. (laughs) And Fred's just like, yeah, okay. I said, so I'll tell him that. Good. And I just need you to confirm that to him when he asks you. He goes, yeah, fine. Jalapeño. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you wouldn't be hearing this brief but annoying message if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clement's each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your tits. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Jalapeño. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Jalapeño. So I've told Casco, wow, this is a problem, mate. This has happened before to me. They say it might be Russians, Chinese. No one knows who's doing it. But they obviously know a lot about you. They must know it's all about me because why would they choose that specifically? And I go, well, exactly. 
Now, what you're going to have to do, because I've got a mate who's gone through this, you're going to have to write to, to Facebook. Write to them. Where are they? I said, well, they're in San Francisco. San Francisco. That's where all the internet is, mate. You're going to have to write. <laughs> Fucking hell. How long is that going to be there? I said, well, they review the case. You have to send them evidence. Evidence? I'll send them evidence, all right? I've been a QPR season to get hold of 40 years. <laughs> Can I send an email? No, no, it's got to be hard copy. No, it's got Sorry. Bit, yeah, you've got to handwrite it as well. They don't accept typed letters. You've got to print out all the evidence as well. Yeah, <laughs> and photocopy everything three times. They need three copies of everything because it has to be distributed to different departments. <laughs> Make sure you just send it to the internet. Copyright, courtesy of San Francisco. <laughs> so basically, I told him all this shit. He went. He ran to his son. His son said, "Yeah, that's true. It takes about a month. It's happened to me before." <laughs> so he's fuming, right? And then he's run off. And he, he usually then goes to his wife and asks her to help him. <laughs> Can you help me get all the evidence together? <laughs> I need to write the internet. It's San Francisco. I'm gonna need a lot of paperwork. Go Where do we Minimum. keep? And we still got that box file that we keep all of our admin in. <laughs> uh so he did he he did that right and i i don't know if he before he'd got round to fucking sending anything off to the to san francisco i come back the next week he still hasn't cottoned on i've turned up and gone what's going on with the old facebook but i've already been back in his phone as soon as i've got through the front door and i've changed it to a picture of david cameron on the steps of Downing Street. <laughs> I said, a day fucking... He goes, I said, he goes oh, I haven't been able to send anything off. I'm trying not to think about it. And I said, well, check. Because sometimes you just get lucky and it just changes back automatically. You sometimes lucky. Have a check. Have you logged on this week? No, I haven't logged on. Log- I've been trying to ignore it. Well, log- have a log on now and look. They might have changed it back. So he logs on. What the fuck's this? David Cameron? I hate David Cameron. Oh, <laughs> I know. Oh, my God, mate. If anything, you hate him more than you hate John Terry. Well, the John yeah, Terry. that's true. I do it. This is the only thing that could have been worse. <laughs> oh, they wow. spying on me. You're really fucked now. I said, because if you write and say to them, please change John Terry, please change my profile picture to what it was before, they're going to change it back from David Cameron to John Terry. John Terry. Yeah. So, I don't know if you'll even be able to get him to, to double change it. <laughs> right. <laughs> anyway, that was his understanding of Facebook and social media. That Obviously, that was a few years ago because David Cameron was still Prime Minister and John Terry was still active in society, in football mm. and society. Yeah. And um, so I said, have you seen it? He goes, no. I said, well, it's worth you going on there just to see how mum reacts to everything on there. And he said, what do you mean? I said, she's a member of every group of that nature. And every day to provoke engagement, they put questions on. And they'll put a picture, mm. for instance, of the number 65 bus. If anyone yeah. listening grew up in West London, they'll know the 65 bus was a classic that went through uh, sort of Brentford and Hounslow. It was at Brentford and Hounslow. Actually, hor- a horrible route. I consider it a horrible <laughs> route. But anyway, that's another story, right? <laughs> Very ugly route. Okay. And oh, is it a horrible route because of how long it took to get from A to B, or just horrible because to, of to where be honest, it went? And yeah, where it went I past? mean, to be honest, and I say this as a former resident of Brentford, it's Brentford and Isleworth and Hounslow. No offence to anyone who still lives there; they're pretty ugly areas. 
I've got to be honest. Or right. at least they were back then. Anyway, there's a fucking route master and it'll just go, who remembers the number 65 bus? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I will always <laughs> look at it. I'll think, oh, this will be good because my mum would have been on this as soon she'll, as possible. She'll have remembered it, yeah. And under all of the comments, it'll always be my mum's name and it'll just say, yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, and that's it, Right. But she answers everything across uh, about 10 fucking groups, right? It'll say, who remembers Top Hat, the dry cleaners on the high road? Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> has, has there ever been anything she hasn't remembered no, that has replied in the negative I, I dread the no. day. <laughs> no, don't remember. Bit worried about this. <laughs> Must be me nuts gone. Or he's going. <laughs> I have no recollection. She, but she does it for like even those corporate ones as well. She's a data farmer's fucking dream. Yeah. It'll be like, huh. Well, I mean, that's it'll what be it's for, Nivea saying, Nivea's face group page saying, come yeah. on then, guys. The age old, the age old uh, debate. What is it? Jam first or cream first? There's something. Oh, Brits, God. There's something Brits will never agree on. Cream or jam? Which is it? Jam. Fucking hell. My mum will be guaranteed to write jam. She's the, jam she's first the original. Jam ne- I don't know what she'll write, but whether it's jam or cream, I don't know which way she does it. I suspect she does jam first, but I don't want to get into that. It's, just jam, it's jam then cream, isn't it? That, well, that, that's what I would always do, but I really Fucking don't want hell. to get into it. Like, we've already said too much because there are a lot of pricks who will be now messaging us. And our, our inbox well, sometimes... I mean, we, 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 we talked about scones last week and there was some people contact us because we were pronouncing it wrong apparently oh fuck off who cares who cares about i'll tell you two things that don't matter how you pronounce something and how you spell something right i don't care (laughs) don't fucking care shut up and also as you've touched upon before time time doesn't matter either time doesn't matter all these things are invented by lampards right Time was the original Lampard invention and yeah. uh, ditto spelling and pronunciations. It's for cunts. No, I, was, I was at the match with my brother yesterday and he, he had his Apple Watch on and it told him that he'd passed his, his movement target for the day, whatever oh, yeah. it was. Yeah. And it yeah. did a little ping. Yeah. And I said, I had, I had one of them Apple Watches, but it got on my nerves, so I never wore it. He says, do you not wear a watch then? I says, no, time's for cunts. Yeah, it is. You're but, right to say I mean, that. It is. Did he agree? Yeah. Ah, he was perplexed. It is it oh. is for cunts. And listen, I understand, you know, me and Andy have carved out a life for ourselves where we no longer have to observe time. Fair enough. And not everyone has that luxury or privilege. But I'm telling you, it's a tool of the boss classes. It the is, oppressors. It, it, yeah, it's a, it's a manipulation tool, right, of our oppressors to, to yeah. make you fucking do things. Half the time for their entertainment, not just their service, their entertainment. Let's make these serfs arrive. Uh, I want them. I want to tell them that they, if they don't arrive at a time when the sun is at a specific place in the sky, <laughs> then I shall punish them. <laughs> it's a game to these cunts. Exactly. It's an absolute it's game. It's a game invented yeah. by fucking Tories. And if you're hmm. wearing a watch, right, then you are fucking complicit in that game. And all I can say to all of you is, right, if you want Sunak and all those other cunts out, the first step to that is simple. Take your watch off now, right, and throw it. 
throw it in the nearest body of water. If you live near the sea, get it in the sea. If you live near a river, get it in the river. If you live near a canal, get it in there. And if you don't live near any of those things, say you live in the Midlands, right, and there's not much water around, right, just throw it in the bath. Run a bath and throw your watch in. Drown the cunt. I'm just looking now because I think on the IFS, uh, Turbo, which is, of course, the one you want to be on if you want to get the full experience of this podcast. I think you wrote a thing about what, how time's a load of bollocks, I did, didn't yeah. You? I did Quite a while on. ago, yeah. Look for it now. There's also yeah, a really so. good... Um, there's an animation done by a bloke called Cannon Town Len, who's a West Ham fan, I know, and a, and a really good oh, animator. Yeah. And he once animated bits and bobs of um, Top Flight Time Machine with animations mm. of us both. Uh, and it was it was a previous rant about time from a while ago. Right. Do you remember that? There's a cartoon I, me and a cartoon I, you in it. I I kind of vaguely do. I yeah, remember I him doing the animations, and then it, then it, did he did he stop because we didn't give him any money? Mm, maybe that was the reason. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I can't remember him asking for money to be honest, but I suppose he might have yeah. expected some. Yeah, there it is. For, uh, the TFTM Turbo campaign for the abolition of time. Yeah. First of February, twenty twenty two. Time. Yeah, good, uh, good stuff. So, yeah, so I can't remember where we were at. Oh, anyway. Yeah, anyway, should I just tell you, I don't know how long we've been recording for, but I did say a lot earlier that something had changed my worldview about my life. Yeah, I was hoping to get back to that. Do, yeah. do you remember me Go telling on. you about the day that my dog, Bella, was put down by oh, a down the yeah. vets by lethal injection? Yeah. It was on the worst days of my life. Anyway, we were talking about that around my mum's day because I took Cookie with me. And we were noticing how Cookie went straight under the dining table in the kitchen to have a rest. And we were like, that's weird, isn't it? Because that's where Bella used to go. Maybe she can smell it. Maybe she can smell (laughs) Bella, even though Bella died in 1994, right? So we were talking about Bella and we were talking about, oh, yeah, my brother Don went, yeah. I think it was under that table where we first saw that her eyes had gone yellow and she was probably going to die. So then we thought, oh, no, my mum's, do you remember? We went up the Blue Cross in those days. You didn't even have to pay for them to put your dog down. <laughs> Which, by the way, I'm not sure that's true. Days. But she got all dewy-eyed about free, free terminations. When I, think, when, I think, when I think what these Tories have done to this country. But, Mum, the Tories are in power in 94 and all. <laughs> I can't believe it. Now, I can't, a lot of people can't afford to kill their cats. <laughs> right. <laughs> Just keep them. Let, they have to keep them in the house. Uh, so, so naturally. We, but I've, I've told you, the one, there was, it's a bittersweet memory because we took Bella up to the Blue Cross to be put down. Put it down, well, his eyes have gone all yellow, fuck's sake. <laughs> right? And uh, I was... I'll re- wait outside. Uh, I'm not going to watch it. Turn on, Bella. Thanks for the memories. <laughs> <laughs> right. See you in heaven. Unless it's a separate one for pets. I hope not. But if there is, all the best. I hope you have as much chum as you can fucking stomach. <laughs> Maybe you'll get more walks up there and all. Sorry that we only ever let you out the front on your own. Right. <laughs> I did have a lot of guilt surrounding that about the way in which right. she lived. But we, I, I, I always remember this good bit, which I'm sure I've told you, is that there was a attractive... I was... Um, I would have been like 19 or coming up for 19. Yeah. I think it might have been just for my 19th birthday. And uh, there was an attractive nurse 
veterinary yes, I remember nurse. This bit. Yes. Yeah. And I, I, she caught my eye. She, she caught my mm. fancy. But mm. I try not to. I thought, well, it's not appropriate to think romantic thoughts when the dog's about to it's be put probably down. Unethical. Yeah, it's unethical to the dog and that. So they I'm said, all about the ethics. Do you want to stay? And I said no. So I went out and I sat on the steps outside and my mum stayed in and uh, they killed Bella. And when my mum yeah. came out, I was uh, very upset and emotional. And she went, oh, I sad. But she went very peacefully. I was like, oh, that's nice at least. <laughs> I said, just so she went, yeah. She, and then my mum goes, yeah, but you know that nurse? I went, oh, yeah. Did you know she was quite pretty, weren't she? And I went, yeah. Yeah, I think she liked you. And I went, do you? Why is that? She went, I saw her giving you the eye. And I said, did you really? She went, yeah. And she said something about you. And I said, oh, say goodbye to your son. He's very nice. I said, are you joking? And she went, no, I'm not joking. I think you're in there. And I was like, brilliant. And she went, anyway, don't go back in there now because it's a bit sensitive and Bella's still lying there on the on the table <laughs> dead. So you don't want to ask a Doris out when the fact that there's your dog's corpse lying between you both. Go back some other day. You know where she works. You can call her. So I said, all right, all right, come on then. And I thought, oh, that's nice. Anyway, today we're talking about it. She went, oh, it was so sad when Bella got put down. I went, yeah. And I went, eh, but do you remember that nurse who fancied me? And my mum went, what? And I went, that nurse, she fancied me. There was a pretty nurse. She went, what are you talking about? And I went, there was a nurse. I'm trying to show off to my brothers. I'm going, yeah, there was a nurse there. And she fancied me on the day that Bella got put down. And they're going, oh, shut up. That's just, you shouldn't have been thinking things like that. It's unethical. <laughs> <laughs> you dirty bugger. And my mum went, I don't remember that at all. And I went, she went, how do you know? And I said, you told me. And she went, oh. And she did a little grin. And I went, did you fucking make that <gasps> up? I said, you made that up to try and cheer me up. She went, well, I might have done. I, I knew that you felt sad. And I went, all Ooh. these years... I thought that fucking nurse fancied me and I never went back because I was too shy, but at least I carried the knowledge around. Sometimes it, the knowledge that someone likes you is enough, Andy. You know that. Everyone listening knows uh, that, yeah. right? Um, sometimes that's enough. You don't need you don't need to even act. Oh, that's nice. It's a little, it's flattering. And so I held that. You, I yeah. held that, right? In your heart. And I'm like, and my mum just starts, this is today, my mum starts pissing herself laughing, right? <laughs> and I'm like, it's not funny. What were you like? Oh, I'll tell you what, my son out there, you know, the gormless looking one, as you can probably guess, he's not had much luck with the ladies over the years. Uh, could you see your way fit if I slip you a fiver just to give him a little wink? It'll make his day, God bless him. <laughs> <laughs> he was close to that dog. And I can tell you... I don't expect him to ever leave home because, let, let's be honest, he's he's a funny sort of fella. He's never going to have much luck with the ladies. He'll be living hey, there in my spare room till I'm old and grey. To be honest, he's got less going on with the dog and the dog's just died. At least the dog used to go out on its own. He don't. <laughs> the dog, in comparison to him, was like fucking Liza Minnelli, the social life she had. <laughs> No, it's oh, a shame God, for him. Well, he had nothing in his life apart from that dog. Now it's dead. He's never going to get himself a Doris. Go on, give him a little wink. Do something a bit saucy, like oh. lick your lips a little bit, and I'll, I'll, I'll slip you a fiver before I leave. Like, like Barbara Windsor, something like that. <laughs> He's a bit simple in response to that kind of thing. You, you see what he looks like. He's like fucking Charles Autry. He's, gonna, <laughs> he's, a, he's a confirmed bachelor, that one, I tell you. <laughs> 
Uh, no, I've got four boys, but he's uh, there's something fun there's something up with him. I don't know. He's very shy. He's a very shy lad, I suppose. Anyway, I don't know what she said, but it became apparent that all these years, I be, every time I think, mm. and I'm not even joking when I say this, every time I think of my dog dying, right, yeah. <laughs> it is offset by the memory of the pretty nurse fancying yeah. her, right? I always yeah. think, that's what I've told you. Whenever the dog comes out, I go, yeah, that was sad. Well, oh, but remember that nurse who liked me? And now, after all these years, on Mother's Day, a day oh, I've dear. gone round there, I made her a card, right? Yeah, I got her yeah, a, one. I got mm. a box of chocolates, Right? Yeah. And I ordered the curry off Uber Eats. Tickle not Dom, not Cass. Yeah. I fucking ordered it. We split the cost, but that's not the point. I was going to say, I, yeah, went, I went to the trouble of actually doing it on my phone, right? <laughs> so yeah. that's extra special. And she, it's like one of those, but it's like when you, like, who do you think you are or something? I'm like, oh my God, all these years I thought I was the sort of lad who was fancied by veterinary nurses. And now it turns out it was all a lie. My whole, I, I'm sitting here before you today on the fifth anniversary of this podcast, and I, I tell you straight, Andy, I no longer know who I am. Fucking hell. Yeah. Man, I, that, I mean, two things. We're going to have to delete the episode about um, that story when you first told it, because <laughs> yeah, it wasn't true. Yeah. And um, it's like the Hitler Diaries. The it's like remember that geezer who faked the Hitler Diaries. That's what that episode is like now. Yeah, yeah. It's history. History's been debunked. It needs to be struck from the record. So we we'll have to delete that. Don't blame me. Blame my mum. Yeah, there was a second thing I thought I was going to say. But I forgot what it was now, so we'll not worry too much about. On that. the West London but, group, um, it'll say, "Do you remember that time?" Popular podcaster Sandalini was fancied by the sexy veterinary nurse up the Blue Cross in Hammersmith. And she will write underneath for the first time ever, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no. And then she'll do the crying with laughter oh. emoji. Oh, God. Um, I reckon that's about it. Oh, very quickly, I'll just let you know, um, I am currently waiting for COVID. Oh, no. um, quite similarly to waiting for Godot. Yeah. But um, this is waiting for COVID. I was around someone uh, oh, a couple I... of days ago who was coughing a bit. Mm. And I said, you haven't got COVID, have you? And he said, no, I took a test this morning. No COVID on me. <laughs> Just got a text off an hour ago. Guess who's got COVID? The cunt. So I'm not going to name who they are because obviously patient confidentiality is important. <laughs> COVID cunt. But... Yeah, but uh, I'm not naming them for now anyway. So I am now waiting for COVID. Oh, well, I wish you all the best, mate. What will that be? The hat trick? You've had it twice, haven't you? That would just be, t- be my second one. Oh, well, yeah, it once okay. before. All right. But um, it's, there's a lot of it about, Sam. I don't know if you've got any anecdotal evidence. No, of I haven't heard of any COVID recently, no. There's a lot of it going around, apparently. Um, I know a few people that's got it at the minute. Uh, I've never had it, so area. I reckon I might be immune to it. Maybe you are. Maybe you've had it symptomless. Who knows? Fam- famous last words. I'll probably die of it now. Yeah, probably. So um, <laughs> we'll see how that goes over the, the next few days. Um, that's about it, I think. Yeah. For this one, for this anniversary special, which we'll call it. We'll call it that. Um, predictions. I got three. You got three. Results spot got four. Fuck. Results spot closes the gap to seven points behind me. Uh, you are still. Um, I can't even work it out. 32 points behind. points behind me. Right. But, you know. 
Um, what's happening this week? Just just the usual stuff, isn't it? No long Concord, Roy at the Rovers, and <clears throat> oh, the top flight tune machine, which is now moved to Tuesdays. Oh yeah, so it's which uh, you should have got indi- an indication about on the uh, IFS email service. Uh, yeah. All right. Thanks very much for listening. Uh, oh, d- keep buying tickets for our live shows next month. Liverpool and London. <clears throat> dangerously low levels of tickets still available. So if you're thinking about it, get now. in now. Get in now. Yeah. So are you saying that there's um, uh, more available in Manchester and Birmingham and Brighton? I don't know the Manchester <clears throat> numbers. Birmingham um, w- w- will be because, yeah, Birmingham's fine. No one ever comes to Birmingham. Um, and Brighton, I don't know about Brighton, actually. I need to check that. But Liverpool and London are in I'm very, really looking forward to Liverpool one because we haven't been back there in a few years. So, And I'm excited no, to hear that it's, we've sold a lot. Great venue great. as well. Yeah. Great venue as well. Looking forward to that. All right. Thanks very much for listening. And snip, snap, snout. This tale's told out. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.